said it and I repeated it properly and he was like, that's really good. I was like, I lived there for five years, Frank. Come on. I can't pronounce your name. All right. I think we're in. not oh. you okay no look at that china's economy grew faster than expected in 2020 probably the only one in the world to have done so doesn't doesn't surprise me at all so Everybody who believes that China did this on purpose, the whole coronavirus thing, they just got proof. They didn't get anything. We are here, live at some time. <laughs> live at 2 p.m. It would have been sooner. Live at 2 p.m. on a Monday. Had we been able to shower, it would have been sooner. Well, yeah, it had been last Thursday. People. In the last seven days, we've had one day where our water has actually worked properly. People. This is where we are. Now I sound like I'm from Michigan. This is where we are. But Damn it. You have a Michigan sweatshirt on. That don't mean I gotta be from there. You know, Shit. there's the one listening for the, ex from from the exam. And it's a conversation between a guy and a girl. And she's asking him all these questions, and I swear to you, she's from Michigan. Every time I hear it, when she says Saturday and yesterday and blah, blah, every time I hear my, my family members. Mm. Because she doesn't say Saturday and yesterday. What did she say? Saturday. Yesterday. It's all like really... Like, smushed together and weird. Like two syllables. And Saturday. When I listen to it, all like <laughs> one of my favorite aunts in the whole world, she sounds just like that. One of my my students last night in my pronunciation class were asking about when when do we use when does a T sound like a T and when does a T sound like a D so that they can say it correctly. And it's so funny because this is the only place that we've been so far where people are worried about being correctly sounding American. Yeah. This is the only place that I, I've come across this. And <laughs> it's kind of funny because nobody does that. No, <laughs> Nobody's sitting around going, I need to sound like... like like this one group. It's not, I need to learn English. No, no, no. I need to sound like this particular group of English speakers. Mm -hmm. And then when I say to them, there's like five or six or more different accents inside of America. Oh, and then, they're, then they're just like, what? It's like, yeah, so who do you want to sound like? Well, 
you got northeast. Midwest. You've got, let's see, northeast. You've got the Bible Belt. Deep South. You've got, um, which maybe they need to stop calling it the Bible Belt. You've got the Midwest. You've got that thing that's coming down from Canada right now and has been for years. What thing? It's like a Canadian version of a Midwestern accent, but it's only the in universe? Wisconsin and the UP and Michigan. It's like a, this really localized kind of thing. Um, and I then you've no got... Idea what he's talking about. <laughs> what is it? Mountain out west, like the Rockies? But I don't think they... I don't know if that's a different accent oh, from they the sound Midwest. They sound completely different. Because I've you spent... You say completely different. I don't really buy it completely different. Okay, you can tell they aren't from the Midwest. Okay, so then there's that. I think the West Coast has its own, but I really can't place, like, major differences outside of word choice. They kind well, of have a different kind of... For like lack of a better Seattle? term, kind of a laid-back kind of way of speaking, but not really. Seattle, they tend to draw out their their words a little. But I don't more. know if that's if that's if that's enough to be a different accent. So well, that's why okay, I say so like five. In the six. Northeast alone, there are in New York State alone, there are probably five or six. But it's not. It's not. New York City definitely has an accent. Okay, but then as you move away from New York City, it just becomes a northeastern accent. No, you have New York City, then you have like Brooklyn. No, 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 no. They're not different accents, though. What? They're not different accents. Yes, not they New are. York City. Not people that live there. New York City, because remember the people, <laughs> the people inside of say Manhattan are probably transplants. Mm. Okay, so they're coming. They're coming to New York with a bevy of different So you sounds. mean to tell me that if you talk to someone from the Bronx and someone from Brooklyn... They sound like they're, from, yeah, they're from New York. From the village. They're from New York. No, they're they from sound New York. different. Man, they're from New York. You're crazy. Even Harlem. They're crazy. I'm telling you, man, it, it, if outside when, you, when you're outside looking in, they're literally from New York. I, they're definitely not different accents in, in the bor- boroughs of New York City. Um, there could be varying degrees of that accent. What? I just Googled. How many different accents are, are there in the U.S.? 20 different dialects. Dialects. You ask for accents. They're not the same thing. Dialect and accent are not the same thing. It says your guide to the different American accents in the U.S. There are 20 different ones. I mean, I could, I could see that. But I mean, like in. Now, let's this think one of says like roughly thirty. I mean, you're talking about like. You're getting into like say some minutia there. Like you're getting into like, like the 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 Smoky Mountain sound, and you're you're literally. T- I mean, you're talking about these really specific, and there you are said, differences. You said like West Virginia, they've got their own. Ooh, you see what I'm saying? So the, yes, they are there. But as far as like a person that's from Egypt trying to learn. American speech. We don't promote any a lot of them. There's only a few of them that are ever going to be available in in media on the news. You're only gonna, you're not going to hear all of them. You're only going to hear a small portion of them, and that's why I always say like five or six. 
No, this is very. I do recognize that there are more out there. Okay, so you have like you said the East Coast. Do people in Boston? I didn't say the East Coast. I said the Northeast. Okay, the Northeast. Do people in Boston sound like the people in? No, Boston's got its own sound. Philly. No, no, not at all. And do the people in Philly sound like the people in Delaware? Yes. There is a very close connection between Philly and Delaware. Northern Delaware, because slower Delaware is not is not the same. Do the people in Delaware sound like the people in Rhode Island? <laughs> I heard you. I'm ignoring you. Wilmington, baby. Um, do what? Do the people in Delaware sound like the people in Rhode Island? Well, no, well, no, but you have to understand. Okay, so you're if you work your way top down, uh, so Maine. I would say as you work your way down, the states next to each other are going to have a similar sound until you get into Boston. Boston is going to have a different sound, but they have a different sound for a reason. It's the people that settled there. Um, they have a very distinct sound, and then it's northeastern again all around Boston and it keeps going and then you get to like New York and New York State has a different sound than New York <laughs> City. Yep. Okay. And then you go work your way south, keep going and then you get to like um, um, Philadelphia. It has going to have a totally different sound than say Western Pennsylvania. You see, so Western Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania, and Philadelphia, you've probably got three different versions, three different sounds there. Yeah. And then when you get to Delaware, Northern Delaware is going to be more like Pennsylvania, Philly, depending on who the people are. But then as you go south, that Southern thing will start to creep in because you've got Maryland and Virginia down there. So then now you've got it. You're going to, it's literally going to change as you go through Delaware. And then when you get to Maryland, Washington, D.C., Virginia, they kind of have their own sound. But Virginia gets kind of cut in half because Northern Virginia is going to have one sound. Southern Virginia is going to go with South Carolina and North Carolina, and they're going to have a West whole Virginia other sound. Well, West, West Virginia, Virginia, I think West Virginia own. has its own. It has its own. Just like those places in, in Pennsylvania along, what is it? 80, 90 or whatever, the turnpike mm. that you ride over. But if you ever go down in, they've got their own sound too. And as you go down the Appalachians, you get at least, what, three or four different sounds down the Listen, Appalachians. I always tell this story when I went to North Carolina and I was asking for directions from the concierge at the hotel. I could not understand a word she was saying. I had to ask her to write it down. Because the words she was saying were not English. I believe it. They were English, though. They were English. I just couldn't, I didn't hear them as such. Huh. I mean, that's, I honestly, that would be, I think that's just. But I didn't have that of, problem in Alabama or, like I did. Yeah, but you weren't talking to people from Alabama either. You gotta understand, it, when, you, when you went to Alabama, and you went to Atlanta. Remember, most of Atlanta is transplants, so yeah. you're not going to get a whole lot. You got to get away from there to get to that. that well, side. I don't really count that I've been to Atlanta because well, I was outside of Atlanta. No, you, you rode right down through I downtown, did, 
baby. And as soon in as, the fall. As soon as we hit the Atlanta, <laughs> that was on my. <laughs> it was ludicrous. Started coming on Luda. my iPod. Yeah, that that I mean, I would say <laughs> the city of Atlanta and its suburbs is going to be a mixture of people from all over because a lot of people in the '90s and 2000s went to Atlanta. But as soon as you get away from and this is kind of the kind of the way it is in most places. Once you get away from the big city that that state has, or the two big cities, if that state has two, then you're gonna get the sound of the place. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna really hear it. Yeah. Um, Alabama, you were at homecoming at Tuskegee. Yeah. That's people from all over the country. That's people that that may have grown up in Tuskegee and have moved away from Tuskegee. And they come back and they don't even sound like they from Tuskegee no more. So, there is that. All right. Roll the intro. I'm talking to future me who has to edit this video. Go. You know, I gotta do it all now. He ain't here to do his job. So talking to Frank Abuse. I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear that. So here we are. I am on day two of no shower. Thank goodness you don't have smell of vision. Good and smell. (laughs) It's alright. It ain't it ain't as bad as how you smell right now, so it's all good. Not you, Karen, but no, you out I, there. I, I, you I the to, people. She ain't, a, she ain't so fresh either. I am not. Me. I had to do a, a bowl of cold you water had to do bath. A bird bath is what that's called. Yep. Or you as just Jess, slapped around in a bowl. As Jess would like to call it, a horse bath. <laughs> Jess calls it a horse bath. She didn't say a whore. No, she didn't say a whore. <laughs> or a, a whore. She a said whore? a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I watch the video of her, she's from upstate New York. She is. Every time I watch our video of eating the silkworm larva, and I hear the two of you You watch it a lot. Well, I show it in the classroom sometimes because when we start talking about food, and the students always want to know if we've tried anything weird, Um, and so then I always show that, and I show if they're adults, I can show the durian fruit. Um, Why? Why? Why do they have to be adults? Well, because I swear. <laughs> so? And I can't do that for small people. I'm just doing a wellness check. Um, if I show them the video, if I show the small people um, the durian fruit video, it's always on mute. But you don't get all the, the visceral nature oh, but they of get the my tasting. Face. And... They, get, they get my face. Um, yeah. I, I'm 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 having a problem right now trying to figure out and I went through this just last night trying to figure out do I tell people here in Egypt about the podcast and about the YouTube channel when I was in Mexico I didn't really feel bad about sharing it with them and my students were middle school and high school um, but here it feels like 
potentially negative thing. Yeah. To share this with them. And I'm not really sure why. I but it feels the, that way. I think it's the fear of what could happen because the government has so many rules. And I just don't. I don't want to have any problems while we're any more problems because we have enough as it is. So. But the other side of that is where I'm getting a lot of students who are asking, you know, like how, how, and we were just talking about this, but how do I, how do I, you know, practice? And uh, it's yeah. like, and I told my class last night, like the only way that you're really going to ever get practice with proper feedback about how you're doing with your language is you've got to talk to somebody who not only can <laughs> have a conversation with you, but have a conversation with you analyzing what you're saying and then helping you with grammar and pronunciation mm -hmm. problems and all of that. And it's only a teacher that's really going to be able to do that in a way that the student will trust it. Yeah. And then it's like, then you kind of want to be like, well, I'm offering my services, you know? Yeah. And it's like kind of what you want to do. And I told the class last night, I was like, if you get a teacher that does this, you're going to pay for it because it's what they do. I mean, it's it's kind of, it's their their work. It's like asking a plumber to be a, you know, come to your house and then do the work for free. It's like, they're not going to do the work for free, well, which we need a free plumber right now to get us our water back on. But that's a whole nother deal yeah. we'll talk about in a minute. One of the students from your pronunciation class messaged me yesterday to ask what she could do to practice her English and I basically told her the exact same thing listen to podcasts, listen to the radio uh, watch things in English you have to speak in English write in English, learn to write in English because she can't even ask a question in the correct structure and see some of that I keep saying I keep telling people you need, I mean, reading novels is a good thing, but the problem is you've got to read children's novels because if you try to read Frankenstein, oh, no, no, they can't you're going to, you're going to, you're, you're not going to understand, you're, you're going to be spending all your time just looking up vocabulary and you're going to miss the, the grammar part of it and any novel that is meant for adults, the language is going to be over their head. So it's like you got. It's like go back. To, it's give them the YA text. No, I want to give them Dr. Seuss. Oh. I want to give them. It's not. I don't want to give them poetry, but I need them to see that the language is poetic. Yeah. So that yeah. they can understand. Oh, I can say this ten different ways. Yeah. Because, you know, they they come from a place here in Egypt, they come from a place that only says there's one way yeah. of saying everything. And the art, the artistry inside of written language or spoken language that we employ all the time in English, they don't ever, they're never taught about. So right. they don't know that that exists. So I, every class, like in the last couple weeks, it's been... When do I say this? How do I know when to say this? It's like the perfect tenses. It's like, people, 
you can use the perfect tenses if you want to, but honestly, there's gonna, I mean, there's, you can, you can, you can say whatever you're gonna say without ever using the perfect tenses, and that's why we were talking the other day, and I said, kindergartners get get by fine without using the perfect tenses. Yep. They, they've never heard it before, so they, they they don't do it, you know, and. You could do the same thing. You can have whole conversations, intelligent conversations, without ever using these tenses. The thing is that, that they are drilled that they need to know these. The they need to be able to identify these tenses, and they need to throw out the the terminology all the time. But they can't use any of it. Right. And they have these hard, fast rules pounded into their head that none of us follow as native speakers. I was trying to tell them that last night. And so I. I have said to these students over and over and over again, I don't care what the name of the tense is. Can you use it? If you cannot use it, what good does the name do you? Yeah, being being able to identify it, um, it's kind of a thing that we do in, middle school into high school and then much more in-depth in at university if you're an English major. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're, we don't... I was we not don't an spend English a, major. We tend so. not to spend a lot of time on like, like what we did. Well, like what we did when we were in school right. with diagramming sentences. Diagramming there sentences was... There are times was, I want to whip out the diagram. There are so man, many times. I, I kind of wish... I kind of want to go back and relearn Me how too. to diagram a sentence again. Just because it does kind of make it more formulaic. Yeah, and they can actually for these see it. learners, yeah. but nobody is teaching diagramming sentences within the ESL context. No, but they but could easily, and it could, could make it could make their sentence structures make more sense for them. But see, the other side of this is like where we are, or where I am now. They're they're. They're expecting them to be able to speak a certain way, but they're not getting like things like prepositions until their seventh class. And some of them never get gerunds, and some of them, right. I mean, they need these And gerunds are in five, I think. In level five. But they're there, but they never say gerunds or infinitives. No. No. So it's like, and this is because I think, and I said this to one of my classes, I think last night, that this is what happens when non-native speakers are teaching at the uh, elementary, middle school, high school level. They don't know these subtle nuances yeah. because it's not necessary to speak to know them. But in order for you to write well, you now need them. Yeah. And they're never stressed. It's not stressed. Right. Writing's not stressed here in English. So then... And I and I told my students, it's like you you have to learn to write, and the best way to learn to write is to read. Yep. And almost all of them say the same thing: I don't like to read. Yeah, a lot. I I have somebody message messaged me this week, and she's like, "How are you doing?" I said, "Good. I'm I'm reading." And she's like, "Oh, I hate to read." And I said, "Okay, I love it." And she said, "How much do you read?" And I said, "Well, this week." At the time, I was in the middle of book three. I said, this is my third book this week. She's like, oh, no, I couldn't do that. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's so boring. And I said, okay. Like, 
I have no, I don't care that you can't read. My English is better than yours. My reading skills and comprehension skills are better than yours. It doesn't bother me that you don't like it. But if you want your skills to grow, you have to do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been, I've been trying to get them to see that just coming to a place and think that you're going to because they, they also well, no, they always say we want to talk more. And it's like, yeah, but you can't. You you can try to talk more, but as soon as I start asking you questions about something you're into, you have no vocabulary. You don't know how to talk about it. And so then, how do you, where are you going to get that vocabulary from? Because you're not going to get it in the moment that you're having the conversation. You have to have gotten it prior to that conversation. Which means you now need to do reading and YouTube and movies yep. and TV and newspapers and magazines and all this stuff to build up a certain body of knowledge. And that's when they all go, well, no, we don't want to do all of that. It's like, but that's how you learn the language. And I keep trying to tell people, there are people that have been speaking English into their 30s and they still don't speak it well. Oh, why I do you think why do you think you're going to be sitting here in front of me in your teens and 20s and that you're going to have perfect American English? It's like no, Americans don't even have perfect American English. I had this woman tell me that she needed to be fluent in 2 months. And I just looked at her and I said, "That's not possible." Right. And she said, "No, but I must because I'm I'm interviewing for a job and they they need me to be fluent." And I said, they're gonna, That's fine. They're going to take you as is. I said, you can't be fluent in two months. You can't even complete a sentence. You can't even ask a question in the correct order. And see, a lot of the people that have schools, uh, learning centers, want to push this narrative that, yes, we can do that. And it's like, no, you can't. There's no way. It takes years and years of, of study, actual study. And they're not doing that because yeah. it's not it's not so important in their daily lives. They're not walking around being fully immersed in the language. Right. We got people that are fully immersed in language every day that can't speak English in America. I studied French <laughs> for seven years. Seven years. And I don't think I would be considered fluent. I could I read, wasn't fluent in Spanish, write, that's for sure. speak it. I could do it all, but wasn't very good. I was great. Very good. Well, if you were great, you should have been fluent. No, because I have a very limited vocabulary. So then you weren't great. I had the vocabulary of a high school student. Hey, that's pretty good when you think about it. Right. I mean, I was good for that. But then when the university canceled the French program and I couldn't take French anywhere else, like they didn't offer it at the community college. But you could have taken it on YouTube. There was no YouTube. Because you were in college before the internet. I wasn't going to, so were you. <laughs> we, we were talking about this word, look it up, this phrase, look it up, right? And and the students were like, it's not that big a deal. And I looked at them and I was like, my dad used to say this to me every day. Dad, what is, how do you spell this? I don't know, look it up. Dad, what does this mean? I don't know, look it up. Dad, where did this start? I don't know, look it up. And they were like, why didn't you just look it up? And I said, we didn't have the internet. And they just, I mean, they kind of like stopped. I said, that meant I had to go find a book 
and look it up in a book. <laughs> and they're like, no, yes, motherfuckers, yes. Oh, I told, I told, I, I tell people this all the time, and now I've started to tell, tell them more. If you want to learn, if it helps, <laughs> if you want to learn English, you only need one book. A dictionary. And it's a dictionary. That's the only book you need. Everything you need to know is in that book. I used my English to French dictionary so much. By the time I got to my sophomore year of high school, because I started seventh grade with this teacher. By the time I got to my sophomore year of high school, the pages were falling out and I had to get a new one. But I, what I'm saying is not a book that... Not a uh, one that goes from one language to the other. I'm talking about Merriam-Webster. Sure. Oxford Dictionary. Cambridge Dictionary. All you need is one. Because the entire language is in the dictionary. That's the purpose of the dictionary. And I wonder if when I say that, why people don't understand this. Because they don't have a book like that. There has to be something. There doesn't have to be. I gotta Google. See, maybe culturally speaking... It's only English speakers that create a book that is the entire language in the book, not just definitions of words. Because if you picked up an actual paper book of the Merriam-Webster, the whole thing, don't try to do it with the Oxford English Dictionary, you'll kill yourself. But um, if you did it with that, you would have the entire language in one book. And at least the words from that last publishing, that last date. They have Arabic dictionaries. They have Arabic to English dictionaries. I'm not talking about those. But they Every, have we Arabic, have both this to this listen, in lots of things. I'm talking just for one. Arabic dictionaries. But does it what I'm asking is not do they have a dictionary? What I'm asking is do they have a book that tells them their entire language in that one book? Everything about that language, because that's what's in our dictionaries. If you picked up a paper dictionary from the time when we were in school, any of those dictionaries that were in the reference section in the in the library, you could always, because we always used the definitions section of the yeah, book. And then but we never went to back. the back of the book right. and looked at the grammar and the animals and the maps and all the other stuff that were there and it was all in English. Well, and speak was, for yourself because sometimes if I had a question, I couldn't find it. I had to go look at the Yeah, book. you had to go back there. But I'm saying for the most part, we use the dictionary for just meaning. Yeah. But like, a, like today, you've got dictionaries online like Merriam-Webster. You've got this online resource that is now... Dictionary and thesaurus. Yeah. Whereas those are separate books for us. Right, but you can get it all in one. So you can sit back and do the dictionary, and then when you see, like, oh, what are synonyms for this word? It's right there in the same uh, entry with the word. I mean, it's like, oh, come on now. People, we're, we, we, if you've got all this at your fingertips, the lazy. Why are you coming to class? The lazy is, is real because. And when I tell them, I had to go look it up. Like, Dad, what is another word for this word? And he would say, I don't know, look it up. And my dad knew the answers. He just wasn't going to give it to me. Of course. You got it. It's the exercise of, like, especially the whole spelling thing. You can't spell it. The book is arranged by spelling. Right. By, in alphabetical order. So then, 
if you don't know how to spell it, just the mere fact of you looking for it teaches you something about your language. It does, but it's also It's also really, super frustrating, but it does teach you. It's infuriating because I would ask, how do you spell this? And you'd say, look it up. And I'm like, okay, give me the first letter then because I right. don't know how to spell even the first letter. But that now you're, t even if you had the first letter, that now, that narrowed it down from 26 to one. Exactly. And now you've got that whole section to start going through. Exactly. But you start sounding out the word. You start looking where you think it might be. Uh, trust me, eventually you'll find it. I mean, even if you had to go page by page, you're going to I find it. I was good at looking shit up by the time I was in third grade. Right. It's just because like what we used to do in freaking vacation Bible study. How did people learn 66 books of the Bible? It was the fact that you had to keep, you kept doing this exercise of going into this book and finding stuff. So guess what? Same thing. But now you don't use that, that portion of our education around the English languages and all languages now, it's all gone. Now you can just you can just go you and now Google. you have what, what is it? Autocorrector, yeah. autocomplete, and now you start typing the word and the words all start coming up and now you're you don't have to really search. And for you don't anything. have to think either right. because I can and I'm a horrible speller. Yes, I'm an English teacher, but I have never been a good speller. And Uh, yeah, but, but you don't even really have to think anymore. Like you no. start typing in the. However, Facebook does this thing where you will type the word correctly, and it'll say it's incorrect because you haven't used it before. And so then, what I end up doing is then going to either Google or to the dictionary and typing in the word the way I spelled it to see if I spelled it correctly because I'm notorious for not. And it's spelled correctly, so then I go back and just say okay. And then the next time I say put that word into Facebook, it doesn't come up as incorrect. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. There's something to be said for, and and I think in our world that was part of our educational rigor yeah. was no, we're not going to spoon feed you. You've got to go out. You've got to do the work. And that idea of the student being forced to. Look it up. You don't know a thing, go find the answer. Go out, go away, go to another place, go to another building maybe, go into another room, go into the stacks and go find the answer that you're looking for. And if that takes you an hour, great. If that takes you 10 days, great. Because you're gonna be learning the whole yeah. time you're doing that process. No, we did not get to go to Wikipedia. I had someone, uh, one of the students said to me. Even though I love Wikipedia. He does. He has the app. Um, I do. Everyone has. One of the students said to me, I can't read in English because I don't have enough vocabulary. And I said, okay, stop. That's why you have a dictionary. And I told them, I was reading Dr. Cornell West's book. I don't remember which book it is, that big one with the Why you gotta say the man's name, man? He's, Why you gotta do that? Now it. all I see is Hans Charles. <laughs> say it, uncle. <laughs> anyway, I was reading his book at school one day, and I had um, the dictionary open on the computer in front of me because there were so many words on one page that I didn't know. <laughs> that I... Beware of the black intellectual. That I had to go and look it up. So I have this notepad, and then when I found a word I didn't know, I would write it down, and then I would look it up, and then I would write down what it meant. 
and the pedagogista came in, and, he, and this is me just trying to read Dr. West's book. It took me over a year to get through this book. And see, I get through those books real fast. So. <laughs> you give me Twilight, it might be three years from now when I I can get through that in a day. And I, I will hate every moment of it. So anyway, the pedagogista comes in and he looks at me, he's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm trying to read this book. And I closed the, the cover so he could see it. He was like, Pats me on the back and he said, have fun with that. And I said, have you read this? He's like, oh yeah, of course I have. And I was like, really? I said, did you have to do this? And he said, no, but I have a master's degree in, in education. I said, what does that have to do with anything? He's, my vocabulary is bigger than yours. I said, not for long. <laughs> when right. I, when I, with Cornell. When I finish this book. You, you'll have a master's. And black theology, you'll have a master's in that shit. He just busted out laughing and left it, but I had an entire legal pad of of terms that I didn't know that I had to look up. But see, that's that's that kind of I mean, we come to a text with that kind of understanding that I'm gonna be I'm gonna I mean, if if it's challenging me in any way, I will be looking things up. Oh yeah. And Today, they have the tools to do that. So, for example, if you're in iBooks and you're reading a book and there's a word you don't know, all you do is highlight it and you can go right from the book to looking it up. Oh, it's even better than that. When I was reading one book, there were a bunch of terms I didn't know. You just touch the word, touch it again, and it'll show you the definition. Like, it'll give you the option definition. You hit the definition. It doesn't leave the page at all. It just comes up, tells you what it means. You touch it again and keep on reading. Well, you must have that on that newfangled shit over there because you know on iPad One over here we just we got to go to we got to go somewhere else. iPad One, fucking OtterBox case, heavy as hell. It is heavy. This is how we get we get down. <laughs> I think mine oh, is wow. as heavy as yours. The base of the OtterBox case is heavier than her iPad. That's true, because my iPad's pretty light. All right, so, um, you know, I guess, you know, as, a, as a, an aside, if you want to learn, if you want to learn English, you got to find people that are, I, I put out a call, I put a call, I put out a call to the world this week, because one of the problems that I've seen here in Egypt is they don't have enough native speakers to service the amount of students that they have. Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah, work environment here is not great. So, if you really want to learn English, you should probably contact people like us because that's where you're going to get that from. You know, it's going to be from people, teachers, former teachers. Uh, I don't know if you can ever be, really be a former teacher. You're um, not. You're just an inactive. <laughs> right. You're just one that's not maybe not working as a teacher, but you're still a teacher. Like, um, are you ever? Um, Former military, no. Former police officer, no, not not really, because it's it's a specialized type of education that basically everybody doesn't get. Um, like being a doctor, really, they can pull your license, but you still have the knowledge that you have. Um, they can't take that away from you. Something they used to tell black folks every day. Um, get your education, boy. They can put you in jail, but they can't take that from you. Yes. Anyway. Um, all right. 
hit us up on the Facebooks and the Instagrams. We'll hook you up with some classes. Yep. I need one of those winky, winky eyeball sounds. Oh, that's what I <laughs> ping, That's what we need? Anyway. I'm very flexible right now. I have open hours. And she's been doing the yoga. Finally. I'm not doing yoga. I'm doing the... Some See, I tried to hook you up. It wasn't yoga. So it's that so that the people out there I'm could connect out, with you over the yoga. I'm not and yoga. now you just blew it up and said you're not doing the yoga. I'm not doing yoga. I'm doing some 30-minute fitness thing, which... You're doing 10 minutes of. No. Because you're tingly. If anybody knows why this happens, let me know. I heard it was blood flow. Or nerves. So... Is what I read. When we moved to, to Mexico, the first day I got in the shower and as soon as the hot water hit me, it, I had like a pins and needles feeling in my scalp and in my face. And that has continued since we moved to Mexico. But Since we moved from Mexico? No. You said it has continued. Yeah, since we moved to Mexico all the way until today, it happens. Okay. So... A couple of, what, was it a week ago, two weeks ago, we were walking home from work, and I, we were almost to the supermarket, and I said, okay, we have to stop, because I'm getting this pins and needles feeling in my head. I've never had that during an activity, and it scared me, because my chest hurt, I was probably walking faster than I should have been, because I always do that. And so we just stood for a few minutes until it stopped, and then we continued on home. Well, now that I'm doing the workout because I'm not working, um, and I, I gotta get my miles in every day, I've noticed that I've started getting the pins and needles more frequently. And I did 20, 27 minutes, 28 minutes the first day without a problem, and it was the last two minutes that I struggled. And then the next time I did it, I got 18 minutes in and my chest started really hurting. The next time I did it, I got 15 minutes in and I started getting the pins and needles in my head and my face and nauseous. And then 20 minutes after I finished the exercise, my chest hurt so bad. So the second time I did the exercise, I ended up laying on my left side for two hours because it my went chest... Away. Because my chest hurt. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, but I have to no move my body, so maybe I don't know what I, I need to do. I told you what to do. I've been saying it. Yoga for years. is not gonna give me the movement. Yes. Oh yes, it will. Tai Chi will give you the movement. Mm-hmm. Tai Chi will do you in. Can I just say squat? Sister suck. Fundi Fee. Get her. Oh, that's a good idea. That's all I gotta say. Get her. Zoom. Student. And you know what she's going to tell me as you teach her. Student! You can't teach me. Oh, I can teach you. No, because you got to go to work. It's not hard. A little, a little tight teaching. Just teach you. I teach you that if if you just like yoga, if you just like yoga, um, learn the positions and just stood in them, breathing, like like more, more meditative than actual martial or... But it's it's not about movement movement from position to position, but just the positions. Mm-hmm. That would do you. That would that would do you. 
remember, you remember the kids trying to do horse stance? How long they stand there? Depends. Yeah, they ain't stand there very long. No. Right. Keegan could. Back so, in the day, Keegan but, was a beast. Well, that's what I'm saying. You could do the same thing. You just stand there and breathe. And the breathing is the meditative part and you're relaxed. But you are going to be working a certain muscle set. Yeah. Depending on what the position is. So there, there you go right there. That's why I keep saying yoga, man. Because that's essentially what yoga is. is. Is holding a position, breathing, then move into the next position, breathing, and move to the next position, breathing. Yeah. And that's that, that part of it. You're going to be working. It's a total body workout. Yeah. Tai Chi does the same thing. All right. You ready for the lists? Yeah. The lists. You got a list? I don't. It's been forever. Look, my list says coffee chat for 117, 114, and 118. Wow. Happy birthday, Uncle Steve. It's today 118. Happy birthday. Um. Okay. So we've had we've had some things happen in the world. We've had some uh, Karen hunting for the job. We've had CES all virtual. We've had COVID cases back on the rise. I think we finally went over two million dead yeah. in the world yeah. due to this thing that doesn't exist apparently. And we've had Trump. Inciting a riot at the Capitol building. Now we have to say Capitol, so everybody spells it right. At the Capitol. Man, hold on. Let's talk about <laughs> Capitol building. So when the FBI finally came out and did their briefing about what happened, this dude was saying, if you have any information, please contact. And then he starts to give the website and it's Capitol, whatever. But then he says, capital with an O. That's right. And I just about fell off the damn chair. C-O-P-I-T-A-L. A-O-L, sir. O. I was dying. I was like, the shade coming from the FBI guy. The shade coming from the FBI guy. Because, wow. That's that's a statement in itself. That had me rolling. Like, these motherfuckers don't even know how to spell the word capital. So, we were supposed to podcast on Thursday. Yeah. Last week. What day was that? I don't know. Thursday of last week. We were supposed to podcast on the 14th. Yeah. Um, and we had no water. So, days off, Monday and Thursday. Thursday, no water. So we were waiting around, and if you watch the Instagrams, you know that there was a picture of us. Was I wearing the same sweatshirt? I don't know. No, I was wearing the vegan shirt. Um, yeah, you're vegan. Um, and that we were we what we were waiting for was water comes back on, everybody jumps in the shower, and then we come back and we take another picture and then do the podcast. Yeah, that's what the plan was. The water didn't come back. When did the water come back? Friday? Yeah, it came back on Friday morning. And that's when I took a quick shower, 
jumped out as fast as I could because I had to go to work. Um, and then, um, then the water Saturday. was kind of spotty. It was on and off. It was up and down. No, it, it was, worked Saturday just fine. But just Sunday. fine on Saturday. Sunday, no water at all. Nothing. So it's like. And now it's Monday. Now it's Monday. I'm back off again. Hello. No we don't even have a trickle. And no water. So it's just like, man. And, and here, we are able to drink the tap water. So, so we don't even have extra bottles of water just waiting to be used like right. we would in Mexico. Right. Right. Or China. Yeah, we don't have like drinking water stockpiled up like we normally would. Where we have like four, and I could have bought those big bottles down there. I just chose not to because they're a pain in the ass to deal with without yeah, some well, kind of device yeah. to put them on. And we don't have one of those. And I thought about this. The pump thingy. I thought about the fact that we don't have this when we're traveling. That this should might be something that we need to get. The pump thingy. Is just a simple push it and it pumps the water out of those big barrels because then everywhere we went, yeah, we, we could always them. just get a bottle and we could pump the water out of those bottles and usually those bottles have a small or those pumps have a small nozzle and we could fill up our uh, our other water bottles yeah. that we put in the refrigerator because water is like the one thing if I had a wor a big worry whenever we go somewhere it's water yeah water especially we, after Thailand we drink so much water Thailand taught us a lot after Thailand, it's like, I, I I, mean, just the carrying of water, the walking and getting and water. And the price of buying. When you first arrive in a new country and you learn that you can't drink the tap water, now you've got to figure out where are you going to buy the water. And, and you don't have transportation. So. Right. And so buying the water tends to be more expensive if you buy like the, the gallon jugs or whatever they are. The, you said gallon. I don't know what they're called. We're not done. Five anymore. liter, five liter bottle. Did you say five liter? Five liter bottle. Why you gotta be all code switching and shit? <laughs> I didn't mean to. It was an accident. So five liter bottles. Sure. And accident. And they're so expensive. Yeah. So then we the smaller had, the bottle, the more expensive it is. Right. So then we have to figure out from the locals where do we get these giant bottles. And how do we get them delivered to us? Because going and picking them up is not usually an option for us. So when we were in Thailand... Lord, you're very tired. Erin was buying these jugs, these five-liter jugs, uh, every day for like, I don't know, 70 baht, 80 baht per bottle, which doesn't sound like a lot. No, it's a lot. But it's a lot. And he's buying like four or five of them a day, and we're drinking four or five of them a day. And then we see this truck of water, these big, huge things of water, and they're they're ten baht for this one gigantic bottle. Yeah, it was like the big bottles were two and a half of the others of the other bottles, yeah. So twelve liters. And they had a, a contraption. It, it was a thing that they made out of wood that you put it in and then you could put it on the countertop and then you could tip the whole thing to pour water out of it. Or you put it on a stand that then it dispensed out of, or you got the pump thing. Yeah. 
So we since Thailand, that has been our our thing. Like, how do we get water? How do we get it the cheapest and most efficient way possible? Because we drink so much water. At one point in Thailand, we had six of those bottles in our kitchen. That we would, because what you do is you, when the bottle is empty, you just take it outside, and then when they come by again, they'll stop and, and replenish just, you. Yeah, and, and then you just pay them. them. That's Sometimes it. I would leave the money on top of the empty bottle, and they would take the money off the bottle and leave the new one. So that's yeah. that's always our thing. But here, because we can drink tap water, it wasn't something that we worried about. No, I worried about it. I just. I didn't think that we would get to the point where we got to run downstairs just to get water so that we can have something to drink. Right. Like just just making just making uh, coffee is like a whole bottle of water gone. Kind of deal. Brushing your teeth is you know an ordeal when you're doing it with a bottle of water and how do you clean your toothbrush and I can guarantee your toothbrush doesn't get clean. Well you can't get all the toothbrush. <laughs> I can just pretty much guarantee. The, the, the key there is use less toothpaste. Yep. A little um, dot. Just a dot is all you need. So there. Um, so there's the water problem and that's why you know be happy there is no smell of vision. <laughs> yesterday had the but kids. But then there's buy the some... problem of, you know, flushing toilets. And yeah, yesterday I had the kids buy uh, baby wipes because they can be used for wiping up things off the counter and, you know, whatever. They can be used for lots of different things. Be used for wiping your way. Yeah. Because, you know. Actually, it really doesn't matter because it's not like we're out of paper for and, and we can't flush. That doesn't mean you don't. No, no, no. We don't flush paper here anyway. You don't flush paper. Don't know, nobody's talking about flushing. Nobody's talking about disposal of the paper. It's the fact that we have plenty of paper. That's not an issue. But I, I needed. I wanted them to get something so that we could. Clean Maybe up I could them. do do that for a shower. That's what I did. Just give it like 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 living out out in the wild where you just kind of wipe under your pits and they move on. <laughs> wipe a little more than just your pits. No, no, no. Just wipe the pits. Wipe the pits, man. What else you What else you need? You don't need nothing else. What? What you want? Oh, that? marinade. What? Yeah, marinade. Let's no. slippery slidey down there. Let's go. <laughs> What's up? No. Um, That's not good. So what else do I have on the list? Um, question. CES 2021. Do you care? I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what CES is. No. We talk about CES every year. I don't know what it is. The Consumer Electronics Show. Huh. Where all the new stuff comes out, like the flying flying taxis from GM. Cool. And the pod car thing that they have that's autonomous. Cool. You know, this is where all the new stuff comes out. The transparent window TV things, so that when you're on the train, you can like get information and ads of course but still look out the window oh oh you know just you know new tvs new all the new stuffs all the new electronics 
the robots? No. Yes, there's a robot that will take off, take, put your dirty dishes in the in the dishwasher. That's what the children robot, are for. The robot will put put the things in the machine. The robot will put the dishes in the other robot. Listen, you lazy motherfuckers. Rinse the dishes and put them in the machine. Push the button. Or wash the dishes. Look, that's what the robot's for. Whatever. And now the robot can grab things and not break them. Which was a thing because they were, you know. All I saw was Howard Wallowitz. Too strong, man. Too strong. <laughs> also, I saw on my head was Howard Wallowitz. <laughs> Have you not seen that episode of Big uh, Bang Theory? Probably not. With the hand? He got caught on his junk. I'm not really into this show. I love Big Bang Theory. I, I, Hilarious. I, I think it was funny at the beginning and then it just got really tired really fast. I think that's like season three, maybe. The, the, that, that's probably around the time when it got tired. Oh, I love it. I mean, I, I, it's like you want to... You know what's funny? If you were a person who watched Friends when it came on TV, you want to keep trying to throw your time behind shows that are essentially friends all over again. Mm. And, you know, honestly, no. It's kind of boring to keep having those shows over. I mean, Friends did a thing. It's like it's like having a new Sex in the City, which you know that there's now a- I've never new, seen an episode you, of that. You know there's, oh, that's your show. That is literally your show. I never you, watched it. Did I watch Sex in the City? I don't think I watched Sex in the City. Are you sure? No, that was an HBO thing. We didn't have HBO. Yeah, but you had all of them. I had them? I don't think I did. Not Sex in the City. Yes, because she brought over the discs and you had them all. Uh-uh. Not Sex in the City. Yes, and I don't think I ever bought Sex in the City. I didn't say you bought it. I said you got it. It's different. I don't think so. Not Sex in the City. I mean, I, I, I remember seeing it before moving back to Grand Raggedy. I remember seeing it, but that was in the '90s. I don't remember ever watching that because it was not a show I really enjoyed. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was like a show not for me kind of show. I mean, I it was almost like Friends was. Like when Friends was on TV. I only watched Friends because it was on on the same day as other stuff that ER. I was watching. It was right. Friends, it was, Will and Grace, ER. You know, it, that was that was the reason why I, I sat there through Friends because I wasn't really into Friends. But you know, if you, if it's on, you're you're following it. I watched you're, Friends. You're paying you're paying attention to it. Friends was funny. But and I'm not saying it wasn't funny. It, it just wasn't like like if I if it if it didn't sit in that slot. And right. it was on a different network. I never would have seen it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There are shows like Modern Family. I've never, I've never, never seen, seen it. it. I, I'm never gonna see it. There are shows from different but networks. But I did watch the the the, the what's it called? The was it Happy Place? Oh yeah, you watched that. That's the shit, isn't it? With Ted Danson. Uh, that shit's and funny. Kristen Bell. But I see, I watched that on Netflix. Right. Um, there are shows on different networks. CBS, ABC, whatever. I never have seen any of them. The only one is Big Bang Theory. 
And I never watched that on their network. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, uh, Amazon Prime. But I just, I don't know. I Like I said, if Friends wasn't wasn't on on NBC when it was on NBC. Because if it was on, even if it was on a, on a different day on NBC, I probably wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> I don't remember what was on before West Wing. Because West Wing West came Wing out came at 9 o'clock. But I don't remember what was in the 8 o'clock slot. I don't know. Maybe we never watched it. No, no, no. I watched everything on NBC. We watched the 8 o'clock slot? Of course. On NBC. I've been, I, you have to understand, that was like, and especially in what is it, Thursday night. I No. What, you said? They came on West Wednesday, was Wednesday. Wednesday night. Thursday um, was ER. Right, Thursday You can't ER. have those two on the same night. But yeah, I, I basically would come home every day from school and I would just watch, I would literally turn on NBC. Oh, me too. And I only watched, that's how I watched law, all the Law and Orders yeah, and all that too. stuff. I was just watching whatever would, came on that channel. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, like if I wasn't into whatever came on, then I would just be doing other things and it would just be on in the background. Yeah. Um, it's like watching the NBC soaps versus the CBS or ABC no, soaps. No, 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 you only watch the NBC soaps. NBC soaps are the best. Days, man. Days. It's all about days. And I like generations. Santa. I like Santa Barbara, too. Y'all don't know about that generation. Uh, generations though. didn't last very long. Y'all don't know about that generation, though. I scheduled my classes around generations. And I had the. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. RD. I ain't the only one. Listen, the RD in our dorm. Y'all skeetyites, y'all did the same damn thing. He he scheduled his classes around days in Santa Barbara. I watched that too. And then he would have like watch parties. In How do you his, have a watch party in the in, middle of the day? In his apartment, we could all go to his apartment and watch with with him and his wife. Telling you, man, the the NBC. I think I've I've been. I think I was more into the NBC shows. I think my parents were into the CBS shows growing up. Because wasn't like Dynasty and I have no Dallas clue. and I all those know. shows. Where I think we're on CBS. I remember the music. I, I don't remember watching the show ever because the music meant it was bedtime. Right. It was for me too, but I, that's what I'm saying. I that, have no that, idea they, Like, I didn't take what my parents did and keep watching the channel that they were watching. I was watching NBC. Yeah. And my parents were NBC watchers, so. By the time I was more aware of what I was choosing, the Cosby Show. What channel was that on? NBC. What are you talking about? Must see Thursday, man. They, 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 were, they, they were the they were the eight o'clock thing. Hmm. You know. I must see TV. Must see TV. So, yeah, that whole that whole dealio of of shows, and I think. Uh, Friends might still be the most popular show in China right now. And it's Witcher, most- Witcher became more popular <laughs> when it was on, but now it's gone. But Friends is becoming the most popular show in Egypt as well, which is funny to me. Yeah, because these women can't do none of the shit the women on there. Nope. Do. 
said that, there was a there was a post this week by a family member. It was a nonsense post. I don't even know what you're talking about. Talk, well, what does this, that even mean? What your your family member said that women in their late teens and early 20s should spend all their energy and effort into learning what it means to be a good wife. Somebody from America said that? Oh, yeah. So, you're a family member. So, I like was reading the comments, and his his mother laughed at him. And she has a PhD. And What does having a PhD <laughs> have to do with anything? The fact, that, the fact that, you know, her child thinks that women should... But what does a PhD to, have to do with anything? She's an extremely intelligent, independent woman, and this child thinks that women should but be there to be serve him. you an intelligent, independent woman and not have a PhD. Anyway. PhD ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Go, go and, fucking write a book. And that ain't got nothing to do with this. His aunt had a, a nice comment for him. And I said, listen, I know exactly where you can find the type of woman you're looking for. The Middle East and Egypt are filled with these women. And one of his friends wanted okay. to get upset saying I shouldn't say that Egyptian women are subservient because that's just not true. She was Egyptian and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize, you know, you had the ability to do all these things. Turns out she's not Egyptian. She's an American with Egyptian heritage. There is a oh, huge yeah, not... difference. Well, just all you do is tell her to come live here. I, she's like, I've been to Egypt many times and my family members don't have this at all. And I yeah, said, just live here. Okay. You've been here. I said, live here. Come and live. I live here and I have not met one single Egyptian woman yet who has said to me that if their husband wanted them to quit their job and stay home and be a wife and mother, that they would tell him no. They, their job in their why, society. I, the, I guess I don't see the problem. If that's what they choose. If that's what they choose, that's fine. I'm, I'm not judging their choice. What I'm saying is that that's the type of woman he's looking for, because that's what he's saying in all these posts, that this is a perfect place for him to find that type of woman. Because I don't... Find it in China, too. I don't know one American woman that lives in the 18th century. But couldn't you... Wouldn't you... And I, I've thought about this. Couldn't you say that about every authoritarian country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is probably a... Something similar between authoritarian countries that if it's an authoritarian country politically, that even inside the family, there are those authoritarian tendencies when it comes to the relationships between men and women. So, well, okay. The, the, the young girl tried to then go on and shame me for making this statement, this factual statement about the culture here and the culture in the Middle East of women. Okay, I don't know about the Middle East. All I know about is this place. I know nothing of the Middle East. I, I'm not sure that Egypt is should be considered part of the Middle East. Well, I don't... Why is it considered part of the Middle East? <laughs> I've thought about this like a hundred thousand times. Like, I don't understand... I don't understand why it's considered part of the Middle East. Why are they not considering it part of Africa? Why? Because I had students say, oh, oh no, no, I, I we're, not, we're not part of Africa. And I'm like, but you're on the continent. Okay, you're now, you're, you're, you're conflating two different, you're, you're putting together two different ideas. 
So I'm one is geography. Yeah. The other one is cultural identity. Uh-huh. They don't identify with Africa. They identify with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It's the it's the culture, the language. That's what they're identifying with. It's not just it's not just being Muslim. It is being Arabic. Yeah. I'm 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 No, I still don't think that means Egypt is a part of the Middle East, but I'm, I really am trying to learn as much as I can about this their this train of thought because it's very confusing to, for me. Like I don't understand it, but I'm listening and I'm reading and I'm learning. So I don't know what that means. Like, why'd you say that? Well, because when I look at the geography and I look at the history, it's an African nation. It is an African nation. But, but like I said, that's they don't geography. identify as that's an African political. nation. Political. That's not social. Well, I also didn't know that Turkey was considered part of the Middle East. Of course it is. But I didn't know that. I thought it was part of Europe. It's literally on the edge of Middle and East. And it's all on the edge of East and and West. East and West. Yeah. It's like, it's just the the far left, far upper left corner. Okay. But (laughs) I didn't know that they considered themselves Middle East. I thought well, they it do. was Eurasia. Well, okay, but I don't know if they consider themselves Middle they East do. or if it's Western countries that call the Middle East the Middle East because it's Western countries that come with this designation that Middle East means Muslim or Islamic with a spot of Judaism. I just know that when we were interviewing with the Turkish school several times they identified themselves as being in the Middle East. Yeah. Have you ever been to the Middle East? Have you ever worked in the Middle East? They're talking about the culture, I think. And so... Because, what, Turkey, what is it, half of it? Half, on one side is Europe, on the other side is, is, Asia. is Asia. Yeah. But So then where's the Middle East in there? It's not. Right. But culturally speaking, yes, it is. So... It's Arabic. Persian. Let's talk about Persia. Why don't we? I mean that's I mean that's what we're that's what we're essentially saying. So, okay. About to keel over in the chair? No, we're not keeling. Just a little pain. Just okay. a little pain. All right. So, what else we got on the list here? So CES, you don't care. Aaron, do you care about CES? He showed up. Look at him eating. Do I care about CES? Yeah, CES just ended. But. Do, do, do you care about CES 2021? Is anybody paying attention to technology while you're sitting at home on technology? Nobody is paying attention to technology while they're sitting at home on technology because no one can now afford to buy the new technology. I don't think that's true. I, mean, I think people buy it, man. I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Oh, Black Friday was a bust this year. Cyber Monday went down and nobody bought anything. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anybody say that, you know, Amazon's going out of business because it can't keep up. It can't. Amazon blew up. You see what I'm saying? So so somebody's making some moolah. Yeah. All right. Uh, What else I got here? Mm, Yeah, COVID. Um, Just a, 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 a public service announcement. 
COVID is real. There's at least three different strains of it now, at least, that we know of. There are vaccines out there. Wash your hands. Wear your damn mask. Stay your asses at home. There's your COVID announcement. We need one of those. Put it in there. Little breaking news type thing. Little little telegraph sound. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else I got? Uh, you got anything to say about the Capitol? Treason. They should all be tried for treason. He's already been impeached. Twice. Well, I'm talking Mitch about within McConnell, the last week. Mitch he's McConnell been should be removed. Ted Cruz. Wait, wait, why? Wait, wait, why? Why? Who? Who? Who could say that they? Like, don't they have a... They can't just be removed. They have to vote. And who is going to vote for their removal? The members of the Senate and the House can... Censure. They can remove them. They can remove them. They can remove them. But don't they need... them from getting another job in public office. Don't they need to seat the next Senate before all of these things happen? Because Mitch McConnell ain't going for somebody censuring him. No, but the, yes, they have to send, they have to seat the new Senate. But you know that that was one of the things I heard that he hasn't even agreed to when the new Senate will be seated yet. I thought it, there was a I thought there's a law that says they have I to be did too. I thought it was like the president where it was like by this date this thing you know it just happens. You just do it. No, I don't think so. Because that's one of the points they made on the on the BBC that I heard. Um, yeah, I, I, they're going to go after all the low-hanging fruit of these people doing bad things in the Capitol building. But um, it's all the people that, that called their crazy uncles and cousins with no tifuses. It's those people that should be going, going down for this, too. You know, they're the ones that flame these, you know, fanned the fires. Some of them even started the fires. I saw a great graphic um, where it was uh, a whole bunch of little bombs as the audience. And then it was a guy standing up in front of the audience. And you got the view from behind. And it was just a match, a lit match with Trump's hair. That, that kind of what has happened over the last four years. They've been priming people for this moment. Yep. Don't be surprised that they did it. Nope. But you should be surprised that they didn't protect themselves from it. This says on January 3rd, 2021, the U.S. Senate will reconvene. And that's when the new members have to be sworn in. You know, that was... January 3rd was the 18th, 15 days days ago. ago. So... I'm telling you, there's he has some kind of sway as to when the new Senate is seated. I don't think so. After, not after but you have to remember, the, the newest, inauguration. the ones from Georgia haven't been seated yet. They haven't been sworn in yet. Mm. See, the Democrats will not get control of the Senate until they're there. Okay, so it says, who controls the House and the Senate in 2021? Republicans until at least... January 20th. See. Democrat, and then it will switch to Democrat no sooner than January 20th. 
So January twentieth. But he said, but over. he is, but that something about that doesn't sound right because he's saying that he's not going to start the trial of Trump until January twentieth. No, no, no. 20th. He was saying he would not start it until the nineteenth at whatever time, and then Trump would be leaving office in a few hours. I heard, I heard that the that they were the trial would begin right after the inauguration, like like the same day is what I heard, and it kind of makes sense because you can't have all the parties and all the other crap that goes with the inauguration anyway. So who cares? Go back to work. Take your ass back on in there. It, it's, I mean, you got to remember the president is sworn in at the. <laughs> at their office anyway. Right. So when that motherfucker leaves, so it says that <laughs> go this- take your ass back to work. Y'all done this before. You've been at the, the company thing. You know, when you walk outside, you take the pictures and then you go back in. You, you go back to work. Go back to work. The, Start the trial. The, the new Senate started 15 days ago. But it's Mitch McConnell's still in charge. Until the 20th. Well, that means that Democrats don't have control. Because he's 20th. still majority leader. Until the twentieth. See, sworn in and seated are not the same thing. I said they were sworn in. Right, right. And but the other two haven't been sworn in yet. Right. I don't know when that happens. It happens like around the nineteenth, twentieth. They, they or today. Well, it can't be today because today's a federal holiday. Yep. What's up, MLK Day? What's that song? Stevie Wonder made. The happy birthday song to Martin Luther King Jr. Happy birthday to you. That one. The senators will take office on January 22. So, all, all I gotta say is take them all down. Because if, I've said it for months now. If the Biden administration doesn't make sure that everyone that has done something wrong over the last four years that was inside of the government, if they don't go after every single one of them, because they actually did a, oh, did something wrong, if they don't go after every single one of them, they will lose liberals forever. Yep. Liberals will have no reason to support the Democratic Party. And it's kind of what we're seeing in the Republican Party. Conservatives are on one side, Trump supporters are on the other side. Tea Party is over there with the Trump supporters. Okay? And when those people got disillusioned with what the conservatives were doing, they said, fuck it, we're not going to go this route. We're going to put the people that we believe are right, put them in office. So they did. They just did it under the Republican banner. But they just split away. And that's why I keep saying that they're going to split in half or split split somewhere, maybe not half anymore, because I think it's like, what, 90% of their people are now Trump supporters or whatever, somebody said. Something weird like that, some weird number. So, you know, Democrats are going to go through the exact same thing because really, honestly, I like Biden and everything, but he feels more like a placeholder to me for the next election and for, because basically under Obama, we had fairly normal run-of-the-mill stuff, nothing groundbreaking. And then under uh, Trump, we had just utter ridiculousness for four years. So now it's just like reset this back to a 
working government thing, like a, a thing that makes sense for the country. And then after this, it will be, okay, now let's start talking about agendas. Let's now start talking about, you know, where is the Democratic Party going? Where is the Republican Party going? Where are the independents going? It's like, that's now what needs to happen. And the independent party needs to have more voices, that, that crazy middle, that needs to have more enough voices in state government so that they can get, you know, in the, you know their part of the electoral college. Right. It needs. It just needs to happen. It's where, where we are, because two party system, it was never supposed to be that way, and it doesn't work well. No. You got more. You got more on Trump and his supporters and the. All the ridiculousness of, of the siege. I cannot believe. I cannot believe that, that they they were so I, I I I just put on here white privilege much. No shit. Fighting police, spitting on police, no guns drawn. Bear spray. White privilege police. much. Really? Killing a police officer. No shots fired until the one chick, the one chick tried to go through the door. But that was the... But they had they warned were, them several times. I don't care about their warning. They should have shot a lot of them. They should have shot them. <laughs> they should, a lot of people should have been killed that day basically just to get up. Like, once they got to the doors of the building, no one should have gotten in. Nope. I mean, it's just that because the doors were closed. They closed the doors. They, they were locked. If, if, you, if you have to run people to hiding, why are you letting these people run around the building? And the police like, were letting without, them in, without, showing them around. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's kind of my point. Why Why would all of the, it's, it almost feels like the weirdest movie conspiracy. Yeah. You know, it's like no way that this could happen in a place like the United States of America. I, I mean, was, we have all these guns and all these people and all these we have all that ATF money out there and all these uh, trucks and all this stuff and all these people that show up to a drug dealer's house. All these people all these people all that these show black. up behind me yeah. when I'm driving uh, five miles an hour over. Really? Three cop cars behind me, but y'all didn't have enough freaking people at the well, Capitol building? He, here's what I don't understand. Y'all full of shit is what I understand. The, the dude that was in charge... They, he had offers repeatedly for the weeks leading up to have help, more people there, more officers, more protection. And he said, no, we've got this. We're good. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, but that's, that, that just sounds like fact, mismanagement. The fact that he, that somebody above didn't say, uh, no, this we have to be there. We know what's on the internet. This is not a secret. Yeah, but that would they mean were not that, hiding well, it. That would mean that the FBI would have had to step in and say, look, and why we've got chatter. Why didn't the FBI step in? Oh. Maybe they, maybe they don't step in. Maybe they don't step in. I don't know. But all, all I know I, is Black Lives Matter were in the mall. They weren't even at the building. And the stairs to the building were filled with armed officers You're not and talking about that gear. picture, are you? Because you know that picture is at the Lincoln Memorial. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Somebody said that, and then I looked at it again. I was like, oh, that is a Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> the fact that state capitals around the country were 
boarding up. Oh yeah, now 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 that now down. everybody is is on high alert in all the state capitals. Everybody well, is Michigan, now paying attention. If something doesn't happen to Gretchen Whitmer, I'll be surprised because they are after her. I don't know. It's, I do not. One thing I don't understand it. is why. Like these are people that have actively been trying to protect their citizens. Why would you go after that? Like, why would they be bad for you as a citizen you know of that state? what I also don't get is Mike Pence. He is a punk-ass bitch. I, there's no other word for him. Wait a minute. You, I thought Trump was a punk-ass bitch. No, he's worse than that. Oh, no, no. Trump is a whiny-ass bitch. Yeah. Sorry, Bill. I got you, Bill. Whiny-ass so, bitch. punk-ass Pence. Punk-ass Pence. Nice alliteration. I like These it. These motherfuckers are in the Capitol. Hunting him, talking about hanging him, and constructed a gallows for him. Too. Had a gallows ready to hang his ass. I wonder if I, I really, I kind of wish that they got a hold of him and just took him out there because I'm sure they wouldn't have hung him. There's no way they would have hung a white dude. They wouldn't have done it. Anyway, you believe that? No, no, I don't think they would have hung a white dude. In the, they yeah, murdered a white, a white dude. No, no, no. They, they beat him with a damn flagpole. I'm telling you. They beat they, him they with a have, fire they extinguisher. Would, they would not have strung up some white dude in Washington that was the vice president of the United States. I don't I, believe I don't, that. I do. I, white, I don't believe yeah, it. White privilege gets you a lot. And I have a feeling that kind of... I mean, he's he, they can't even throw at him nigger lover. They can't even do that. That's not even what they're doing. But they're, they were mad at him because Trump told him to be mad at him yeah. for something that he couldn't have changed. It reminds me of, like, the Jim Jones people. Well, it's a cult. I mean, that's what they called the cult of personality. I mean, that's essentially, that's all Trump is living on. Punk-ass Pence. Punk-ass Pence. He's standing up for Trump. He's talking about he won't, he wouldn't uh, do the 25th Amendment. And he should have. Motherfucker, what? They tried to kill you. They were hunting you down, and your wife and your child were there. They were hunting you. They were chanting, hang Pence. And you're going to say, no, Trump is fine. What the fuck is wrong with you? Look, man, you can, you can, that's his road dog, man. He can, he can roll with him. Roll on, motherfucker. But when they start taking people to jail, don't be be upset when you're part of the crew because you're part of the crew. All right, well, we'll see what they do. But like I said, I've been saying it for they six months won't now. They no probably do anything. Try they, to move on. And they better not. Back and- they better not. They better not. They better not do that. If they do that, they're going to lose so much because we have people in jail for lesser offenses, and they're in jail for a long time. There's no way in the world that armed insurrection pushed by members of Congress, the Senate, members of the House, Senate, people outside of politics, people inside of politics, lawyers, 
all of them should be held accountable for what went down. And if they're not, and if they're just, uh, you know, they treat them like less than killing a black person where they just don't even act like they're gonna go after them, yeah, you're gonna lose liberals. You're gonna lose actual liberals. And they have a lot more in common with the people standing out there storming the, the Capitol. Those liberals have more in common with them than they do with Democrats. And people don't wanna hear that, but that's the middle. And the middle, the thing that everybody's fighting over, you know, liberals, they don't want you coming for their guns either. And nope. they don't want they don't want you to trample on any of the things that they call their rights. Here's either. what always cracks me up is I am pro gun laws. Pro gun laws. And I love when someone who comes at me and says you just want to take all of our guns away, you hate guns, blah, blah, blah. I own guns. I'm like, motherfucker, I've owned them. I've been around guns my entire life. I don't hate guns. I hate what people do with them. I hate that racist motherfucker pointing a gun at me. I hate that motherfucker walking into <laughs> a, a second grade class and murdering 26 people. Right. I hate that shit. Yeah, because the gun didn't ask for that. I don't have a problem with guns. I have a problem with crazy motherfuckers who wield them. Yeah, it's the people. The people are the ones that are the problem. And then people have all, because honestly, just like we saw in China, you can do a lot of damage with a knife. No kidding. So it's you really not. You can behead a motherfucker and put not, his head in the bucket. It's not about the weapon of choice. It's not, it, it really isn't about the availability, avail, the availability of that particular weapon. It really is about the mentality of the people and then you put the availability well, there. Here, like, this is a good example of a liberal thinking person versus a conservative thinking person. I had a family member saying, you know, they don't have any right to tell us what we can do with our guns. My mom deserves to have an AR-15 if she wants. I'm like, get it, Granny. I said, why? Why does she need an AR-15? She could have it. She deserves it. She's worked for it. She deserves it. You mean to tell me she shouldn't have it? She doesn't deserve it. And I said, this isn't about what you deserve. This isn't a reward system. What kind of is, though? This. Even though it's funny because, like, the poorest of people had guns back when that whole militia thing was happening. Sure. I mean, at the beginning of the country. Yeah. But it's not, it's not. Farmers and stuff. I'm not trying to take away something you deserve. I'm trying to regulate who has access to shit that murders kids. Okay, but it doesn't murder kids. People murder kids. Uh-huh, and those are the crazy motherfuckers who shouldn't have AR-15s. And nobody needs that. Unless you're a military Unless person. you're going to go after your own government. Clearly. But that's okay. that's always been a part of our, a, a part of what we say with guns, that yes, you got the, the <laughs> hunting class, okay, fine, that, and that's white and black and Hispanic and whatever. So, okay, that's the one group. Then you have the group that is the home invasion, protect my house, castle law group. Okay, fine. I'm good with that. But then you got that other group that says, when I feel that you have impinged upon my rights, that I'm supposed to burn this fucker down. Right. And I'm going to take my little AR-15, my little Bushmaster, my little whatever, and I'm coming after y'all. Right. And that's what we saw. Yep. Those are those people. Okay. 
But then well, they should be able to be killed then because they're now armed insurrectionists. Yep. So, okay, fine. I mean, it's the same thing when, when you had an actual revolution. At the beginning of the Revolutionary War, they were armed. The other side was armed. People died. Okay, so if that's where we are now, okay. But keep in mind, gun owners, that the people that are are willing to take up arms against their government is quite a small group. Well, I and what and, there, and we do have a kind of a pretty strong military out there. A little bit. A little bit. Um. So in one of my groups, after all this happened. People were talking about how do I get dual citizenship or how do I renounce my citizenship and get citizenship with another country? And I don't think that's going to be a thing. I actually has been big. Well, okay. So I went and started doing some research since Trump took into got into office, took over. Expatriation has been on the rise. Americans have been leaving at record numbers. But then... A record number could be 100%. And if it was only one, then that just gets too... So then I went to look at what is the fee to renounce citizenship? Because you have to pay for this. It's amazing you got to pay to say, I don't want to be a part of your country anymore. So in 2015, it was $450 to renounce your citizenship. What are you getting for your money? You're literally not getting something. You no longer have to pay American taxes. So they're, they're going to take it all off the top? Apparently. As you walk out the door? So it was 450 bucks ah, in 2015. It's like the bill. As soon as, as soon as Trump took office and people started now renouncing their citizenship from abroad and leaving the country, they hiked it 422%. It is now $2,350. Y'all leaving now? To, to renounce your citizenship. Y'all rolling? You should also yeah. know expat, if, you're, if you would like to become an expat, no matter where you live, no matter how long you live, no matter where you work outside of the United States, you have to pay U.S. taxes. And you have no representation. None. So... We've lived outside of the U.S. for nine years. I still have to file taxes every single year. Now, because we live outside and we don't make heaps and heaps and heaps of money. We pay. We don't have to pay because we get um, expat exemptions. But if you have a certain amount of money in the bank, if you make uh, over a certain amount every year, you follow the tax law, people. You ain't got to explain it. You have to fi- You have to pay, but now you're double paying because you pay where you live and work because we all pay and live in, uh, where we live and work, and now you have to pay the U.S. as well. And if you think as an expat you can get around that, uh-uh. Once your bank accounts get to a certain amount, then they automatically report your your savings or your account information to the United States IRS. All these countries have this rule. So when we were in Mexico, I had to give my U.S. social security number. Yep. Yep. And they tell you it's because we have to report your earnings or your 
if once your bank account gets to a certain level, we have to report it. I think it's like 10 it. grand, 10,000 dollars. Which is kind of weird because, you know, honestly, if you were living in Mexico, why would you have 10,000 dollars in one bank account? Honestly. But. And at the end of every year, like the tax year, they have to report it to the IRS. So if you think that you're gonna have a bank account in a foreign country and not report it, you're crazy. That's Don't what your that. offshore shell company's for. <laughs> Don't do that. What do you mean don't do that? that that's, no, that's I'm what, saying if the, you think that that's you don't what have the, to. The, 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 the big guys do. They do the, the offshore bank account thingamajigger. But it's not in their name. And when, yeah, when they got we, the company, man. They don't need. Go, look, I don't need it in my name. I need access to the funds. When we go, Welcome we have to, to put our, land, our, our name. Uh, when we go and set up a bank account in a new country, it's in our name. Well, if you believe that our names are Aaron and <laughs> this is the first year in a long time where we haven't had a foreign bank account. Okay. Um. Yeah, 422% increase in the fees. What else do we have here? You tell me. We got Trump. We got you looking for jobs. I am looking for I, jobs. I think I put on here, um... Egypt did to you what Mexico did to me. Yeah. Basically made me not want to be a teacher anywhere anymore ever again. That's what Mexico did. Working as a teacher in Mexico basically made me not want to be in this field any longer. Yeah. I, I just need a break. See, you started out. See, you're already starting out with, I need a break. I didn't need a break. I, I didn't want I to really stop teaching. I really enjoy being in the classroom. Being in the classroom with students brings me joy. Like I, I, feel like I should play a Nita Baker song. It just brings me joy. But then when I step out of the classroom and I have to deal with assholes that try to control everyone and everything, but don't know anything, then I want to punch a bitch. And it's I can't go to jail. Well, you got to be punch a bitch. I want to smack a hoe. I mean, don't be smacking a. I said yesterday to someone who were, they were asking me how I was doing since I've been fired. Um, and I said, I'm fine. And then they were asking more questions about, you know, are you looking for more jobs in Egypt? And I said, no, I want to leave this country. I said, I have wanted to live in Egypt since I was 12 years old. It has always no been more. a dream. No but more. this one person turned my dream into a nightmare. No more. He turned my dream. I mean, I, I honestly would like to leave and just come back as a tourist with Me money. Me too. I would like to come back to, as a tourist with money so I can see the pyramids because I don't think we'll be able to see them before we go, which will make me really sad that we're 30, we're minutes, so we're 30 minutes from it. We can walk there. <laughs> we literally can walk there. Maybe that's what we should do. We're not walking to the damn pyramids. You just said we're 30 minutes away. By car. Right. 30 no, minutes by no, car. That's no, what? Two, a, an hour? Two hours? No, I'm not walking to the pyramids. Why not? It's not going to happen. Just a little walk on, man. Especially now that it's not hot. No. It's not going to happen. But thanks for thinking of it. But maybe before we go, we'll take a, a day and just go take pictures or whatever. But... It was always my dream to come here and learn about ancient Egypt and see all the things. Yeah, you're not going to learn about ancient Egypt experience here. Experience the culture and 
you know, trying new foods and meeting new people and... You're not going to learn about it. I, I can tell you now. They you don't go, know anything about You can about go to a museum or whatever. You're, you're probably doing a better thing to see the artifacts. But learning about ancient Egypt, I don't know if this is the place to do it unless you're in a specific program at some university that that's what they're doing and that's what you're studying. Maybe. That's, that, that makes total sense. But I, as far as like general population understanding ancient Egypt, no. Dr. Hawass is really fighting an uphill battle here. I never I never oh, understood I why he was I, I I never understood why he was always so crabby and touchy and and protective. And now I get it. I mean this feels it it Egypt today to me feels what like Mexico does to me today. There was an invader the indigenous people had a way of life and a way of being, and they have descendants that are intermixed with all the other invading peoples and the instrument intermixture of those people with the indigenous. And so now there's this weird kind of hybrid version of like Mexico. Yeah. That's what Egypt feels like. Because those people that were from Egypt before the Arab came, those people still are, are still here. I mean, you hear yeah. where they talk about, even in that thing about Saqqara, they, they're like, my family has been on this land for a thousand years or whatever. I mean, th- we've been doing this one thing yeah. for a very long time. Well, that means you go back to a time potentially either before Arabization of Egypt or you have family that go back to the pharaohs. Right. Well, okay. But that would make you, you know, but they're still Islamic. They're still Muslims. Yeah. They're still, so they're, they're, they got both things kind of happening at the same time. Well, and then you got the people that have never known. Right. The ancient Egypt. So, okay. You know, this is that, I mean, isn't that what happens when you have a conquering group? That takes over, you know, is it any different than Australia? Probably not. Yep, called Joe A, so. Fuck it. Is it, I mean, really? Is it any different? I mean, a, a group comes in, and then another group gets displaced. I mean, it's the Americas all over again, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. So, like, I wouldn't, co- <laughs> you don't go to... <laughs> You don't go to Manhattan <laughs> looking for <laughs> looking for a lot of information on Native Americans. <laughs> you're not gonna learn about the culture that way. <laughs> no, you're not. And that's what essentially you're doing when you come to Egypt. Yeah. You know, you you come to Cairo and you're not really gonna get ancient Egypt. You're gonna get. But the fact that they don't know Cairo. anything, like they don't know. Anything about yes, but why nothing, would they? Not a, not a thing. But it's nothing. not. It's, like I said, it's not their culture. It's just like going to Mexico and start talking about the culture that was there before the Spanish came, because they, they the Spanish come, the language yes, changes. So I, they don't. My second graders taught me about the the Aztecs. But why? Why did they do that? Because they didn't want to be considered Spanish. They wanted to be considered Mexican. Mexican. 
So yeah. then they were like, we're, we're, this is our heritage. And yes. for the, most of the people yes. there, it yes. is. Yep. But right. those people are here too, but they're not saying we want to be Egyptian. They want to be Arabic. Yeah. You're right. There's, there's the difference because. But, but that is a huge difference because my littles, they were proud of their. Mm -hmm. Mexican their heritage. Mexican heritage. But here they don't know anything about an mm -hmm. Egyptian heritage right. to be proud of. Right. Well, why would they? Who's going to teach it? Just like... Dr. Halas could just teach like, you. <laughs> just like who's going to teach uh, Chinese people today about what happened in an ancient China. True. All that stuff was burned. Well, it all wasn't burned, but it's it was stuck door. away. It was hidden away. Yeah. It was, it was put, put to the side mm -hmm. for purposes of modernizing the country. Yeah. And that's you know the Cultural Revolution was the last part of that whole thing. Yeah. And today, yeah, they want to you know they want to act like you know Beijing Opera is their their thing or you know Peking Duck is their thing, but it's like. What about all that other stuff? I find and it they don't know. They don't know about that. That they call, they still call Beijing here. They call it Peking. Peking. And the first time they said that, the a couple of students said, "Oh, you, have you been to Peking?" And I was like, "Beijing? Peking? You know, you know Peking?" And I was like, "Beijing? It's been Beijing for a very long time. It's been that long. Long enough that these." Teenagers should know that it's Beijing. Well, they should know it's Beijing just because they should know geography, but I've learned they don't know geography. geography is not a thing that they know. But Beijing, um, when did uh, Peking, oh, race. Race, no. race, race. 1979. See? That's what I'm saying. It's not that, it's not. It's younger than me. What are you talking about? Okay. It's, not, it's not younger than it's you. Younger than me. But it's younger than me. But it's older than them. I know, but what I'm saying is, who would be talking about that place? They're somebody, teachers. somebody that's probably old as or older than us. Who would have remembered Peking? I, I don't even make the mistake anymore of calling it Peking. I always say Beijing, and it's like, isn't there a in my head? Isn't there a Peking somewhere in China? And then you think about it, you go, oh, that's right, the name change thing. And, and Beijing became the capital of China. So, well, then wait a minute. How did how did it go from Peking to Beijing, but Beijing existed? I think that doesn't make sense. I think that it was called Peking, but in this it says in 1949 Beijing became the capital of the communist. But when did Peking become Beijing? 1979. That doesn't sound right. Does that sound right to you? It says uh, it was after 1979 that. Using uh, Roman alphabet for pinyin at the same time. Pinyin. When I say to people that I I can't write the characters, but I can write pinyin, they're like, oh, was it so difficult? And then I write pingua on the board. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not difficult at all. It's, it's letters. Romanized letters. <laughs> it's just letters. And they said, oh, but but not everybody knows it. And I said, yeah, all the kids learn that first. Everybody learns this first, and then they learn the characters. Yeah. 
Why can't the character? What? Yeah, but isn't the even aren't computer keyboards in pinyin. Romanized characters, and then they type out the pinyin yeah. to get to the character. Yep. Because the character is not on there, but right. they couldn't be. That would be weird. Well, unless it's it's hieroglyphics. It could, they can't have the characters. They have to. They they have the. They can write, write the characters. Thing. Yes. But on a computer keyboard, they no, they have romanized they have to characters. Do pin, um. But here they do some weird combination of letters and numbers. Okay, whatever. I don't know. Don't care. Um, somebody, somebody said uh, you should learn Arabic, and I'm just and the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I don't really plan to be here that long. No. And I don't. I guess a lot of people don't realize they. I guess from places where people do not travel a lot, they think everybody needs to know what they know to exist and live where they are, not realizing that. No, you, you kind of don't. Like any important things, there's usually a translator somewhere or someone that can yeah. speak the language, especially English. But for the most part, like even going to the store today to get water, because we're out of water. Um, he said something to Aaron, telling him to put the bottles down, because he's standing there holding these two big bottles. But he didn't say it in English. But he did it in a way that we understood that that's what he meant. Just like, put him down. You don't have to stand there holding them. Right. It's like, okay, cool. So he puts it down. And then when he was like, how many, he, he, was, he wanted to know how many bottles did he put down. And then he says two in very clear English. And I was like, yeah, two. That was all the English that we spoke. There was nothing else that happened, but we still bought all the things we needed to buy. We still did all we needed to do. We still exchanged money and the whole nine. It, it, there was nothing. I love that the students think for some reason that I carry around American dollars and that I try to pay for things with American dollars. And I just looked at them like, what? Where would I get American dollars? Do I you think know? you can get them out of the ATM. Why though? Why would you need American dollars? You live in Egypt. Well, Why it would... You? If you made a lot of money, it would make sense to carry American dollars or the euro. So then you consolidate all of that cash into euros. So you take a stack of money like this and turn it into a stack of money like this. That makes sense. I don't make a stack of money. Right, you don't have stacks of money. I don't have any money. So... But I was just looking at him like, I know what an Egyptian pound is. And then, oh, but do you, have you seen one? And then I open my wallet and show him, yeah, I have it. Oh, where did you get it? The what? store. The, my, what? Paycheck? I, anyway. Mind boggling. All right, last thing on my list is, because I don't think we really need to talk about anything more on here, except for the writing has begun. Egypt is just writing itself now. Yeah, Me- gonna... Mexico was difficult. China, I couldn't really write much. I remembered a lot, but I can't really write much. I started writing it, but Egypt, Egypt's going to be pretty easy. Hopefully, it'll be very short. I actually gonna work on a blog post this week. It's been going through my head for a couple days. Well, I think you need to. It's time, man. It's time for you to start using the blog for what you said you want to use the blog for. It's time. You paying for it? 
It's time. Okay. Get on it. I, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take uh, take what I've written for each country and then pass it over to you. And then you can fill in the little spots and holes and the stories and the anecdotes because she's got more memory than I do. Oh, yeah. And then, well, she used to have nope. more memory than I do because I, I think she's slipping. I think the, the, after after about 4,000 years, it's it's starting to slip. What did I forget? No, I'm just saying you're starting to slip. I'm you, not, you, you kind of slipping. Have, I think listen, now that I have the medication and I'm feeling better, I'm not slipping. Oh, is that what it is? It is. Yeah, that. So, 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 so it was that you needed the drugs. I needed the, the blood thinner. I've been sure. saying it's been the drugs and you denied it. And now you, you are just look, confirming. I tried to fight through blood clots with no medication for months. And it was really affecting me a lot. And I didn't realize how much it was affecting me until I started taking the medication the way I'm supposed to. True. Uh-huh. All I got to say, drugs. But I do have more memory than you. Yeah, I don't remember shit. But that's mostly because I don't care to remember. I purge. Like, I leave places and I literally will just, like, just, you know how, like, the hard drive will say, okay, when you delete things on your hard drive on your computer, all it really does is say these spaces are available to be overwritten. So it really doesn't get rid of any of the stuff. It just overwrites it later on when it needs that space. That's kind of what my brain does. So I will just be like, okay, I've left. I don't need to remember, you know, Lex's phone number or, you know, I don't, there's certain things I just don't need Still to keep. I don't need to keep <laughs> in my head. So it's just like, I just, I just say, okay, this is available to be overwritten. This space over here, that's what I do. So then in five years from that time when I haven't needed it, I will have gotten rid of most of that stuff to have replaced it with something else. That's how my brain works. It's I been can like still that remember how to order food in China. I can. I can. Well, remember. I can do this one. Then what do you say for this one? This motherfucker. That's not what you say. <laughs> this shit right here. That's not what you say. That's what I would say today. <laughs> you would not. Yeah, if I would. If you walked into a, a restaurant and they only spoke Chinese, I bet it would come back. I would probably, say. yeah, because I would probably, I would, I would say, I would think in my head I want one of these and then I would be like. Yeah, okay. Eager Jacob. Eager. Eager Jacob. I wouldn't say Jacob. I never did. Um, that's it. That's all you got. Yeah. Keegan's looking at me. Uh oh. She's giving me the two fingers. That means, that means not nap, nap time. time. <laughs> all right. I have one thing. Wait a minute. You're gonna try to slide on by yeah, something? Okay. Come in. Bend down. Get low. Get low, bus. <laughs> My wisdom tooth is growing more, and it really, really hurts. You know teeth don't grow. Yeah. That's not true, Aaron. Wisdom teeth don't grow. They're already there. They're just moving down. They're already sitting up there. They're just sliding into position. It's migrating. Yeah. It's on the move. And it's causing me tremendous amounts of pain. Okay, so what are you doing about it? You're not brushing or anything? Of course I'm brushing. Are you are you flossing? 
Lost. But, okay, the problem is the wisdom tooth that's coming in, there's nothing to floss because there's nothing around it. No, so just I'm keep it clean, man. I'm all I'm saying, all I'm saying is keep it clean, man. I am. I mean, the whole thing. But it's, all the toothpices. It's it's come down to a point where it's touching the other wisdom tooth. Yeah, that's what they do. They grow up from the bottom and they come down and they will grow until they touch. And then they will stop moving. Right. And that's why they, they tell you that if you have the top removed, you should have the bottom removed. Because the bottom, the bottom will keep moving up. So I worked for a dentist in one of my lifetimes. That's why they wanted to, for this one for me, this lower, they haven't taken it out and they were scared to take it out because of the damage that it could cause the rest of this nerve yes. or whatever all down here. So then they left it in, but then it, the top is kind of down a little bit further than it should because this one didn't come in all the way. Yeah. They touched, but they only touched like a little bit. I had to have mine removed. I had my, I had one of them removed night of dress rehearsal for a musical I was in. Didn't know I was getting it. See, these day. are the details that I don't remember. Well, why would you know that? I remember it. And um, then when I went and worked at the dentist office, I was complaining one day that it, my, my tooth hurt. And they went and did x-rays and found <laughs> I needed all three of these removed. And so they did it all in one day. And I went back to work afterwards, and I never swelled, I never bruised, I never took any medication for it. Which is ironic, because you bruised if someone looks at you wrong now. Mm-hmm. Drugs. Are you done? No, 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 stay right there. You got. You have a job to do now. Have you edited the game chat stuff? Wow. It's been more than a week. And our game, the game chat is back, people. The game chat is back. We might have to record today. The game chat has returned. But you wouldn't know it because, you know, the editor has not put it out there for you yet. But the game chat has returned. You need to check out the Aaron's Game Chat Facebook page. Updates and things are going up there. I think I'm the only one putting stuff up there. I did uh, the last time, or last week, when we recorded the game chat, we put it on the blueberry. So at least you can hear it before he gets his fingers all dirty with, you know, editing. So you can hear it on, on the traveling fires and you can go to the blueberry and all that good stuff. When, when we, want, we want timetables. We the people of Aaron's game chat, want timetables, because I don't know, I'm not doing it, he is. It's been a week, a whole week. Thick Thursday don't take that long. So, I told you man, you gotta do it, you gotta do it. They waiting. If you, Want to find the Traveling Fires? You can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I almost pulled it up in class the other day, last night. Um, any place that awesome podcasts are sold for free? 
at The Traveling Farts. If you like the Instagram or the Twitter, by now you should be paying attention to our Instagram and Twitter. Right. Period. I mean, we've been going hog wild on there. Every day. There's something every day. every day. Every day. We are traveling fars. And a train photo. And the Scorpio Queen. I don't know. And Professor Raptor 25. And the Luna Wolf 66. All in the, the all the, the, it's all happening on there. Okay? That's all, it's all there. Instagram and the Twitters. Traveling Fars. If you want to send the mommy the email, travelingfars at gmail.com. And the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry, okay? Where Karen will be posting more stuff soon. See, they both have homework and then they don't want to do it. I did homework. I do my homework. I did homework. I applied for quite a number of jobs. Yes, but that wasn't this homework. All right. You did one subject. You got to do all subjects. I was doing the reading subject. Okay. YouTube will be getting more stuff. I do have to stop falling asleep at night and remember to start the upload at night so that it will upload and be the new stuff will be uploaded. Yeah, it's a problem. Something there's something about the thing. If I try to upload to YouTube, our internet like goes out and nobody can connect anymore. So I've got to do it at night. I could have been doing it all this time for some reason I can't do that. Yeah, it's, it's freaky. I don't know. I lose internet and everything over there, but it'll still be uploading. Weird. Yeah. I, I have a feeling as to why, but I don't want to say until we leave Egypt. Okay. You got anything else? Um, you, got, you got something? No. Yes, you do. Oh, and you can also check out our Patreon. You have to whisper to him. You don't have to whisper to him. He, kn- he can see it. Patreon.com slash the traveling fars. All this exuberance now. Really? Do the thing. Do the thing. Go check us out. Stuff goes there too. Some things only for patrons. And then some things for everybody. It's true. Stuff goes there. I'll be updating the Patreon this week. Or not the Patreon, but the... See, she got Patreon on the brain now. Go find me. You shouldn't do it this week. It should be done today. Okay, Like, I'll... the day that you brought it up, I'll which was kidding. days ago. No, it wasn't days ago. It was yesterday. No, days. And I started writing yesterday. Yeah, what are you waiting for? I wasn't finished writing. <clears throat> if we could get you away from your um, massive... Uh, online presence in the gaming world, There's we no could probably get these the things done. There is a massive online presence with my iBooks, however. Mm-hmm. That same difference, same problem. Not doing the other stuff. Listen, I have the right to just be. No, we do not have the right. I have it. Not when you want to get out of here. Obama, my, my drop. My health needed a break. Obama. Mic drop. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Got anything? Go, go get your Traveling Fars merch. The spread shop. There's merch. Links are in the We gotta put more merch up too. 
in the description. Description. There, there. Oh, just so you know that uh, if you look at some old videos and then you click on the Patreon and you can't get there, it's because it's spelled wrong. The English teacher who it, spells really well. No, no, it wasn't about that. What the problem was, it literally was an S. Instead of traveling far, it says travel. It said traveling far. That that's the only. That was what happened. It was at some some at some point when I typed that link, I or when I copied the link, I cut it off. And I never saw it again. And so I was copying and pasting, and I copy and paste the whole thing, and I saw it. The last time I uploaded and was like, wait a minute, why is this one wrong? It wasn't that one. So it is the traveling far, the traveling far. Not a Z and S. S's sound like Z's sometimes. This is what happens when you like do pronunciation like too much. All right, that's it. Bye, folks. Wow. Have a good week. This paper was from 6-11-2019. The paper is still in Mexico. Have a good inauguration week. 6-11-2019. I need a new paper, I think. Yeah. Well, I guess I really don't need a new paper because... There's no paper now. I think it's as old as paper. iPad 1, man iPad 1. All right, we're out of here. Say goodbye to people. Say goodbye to people. Bye, folks. Peace.